This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. You know, we've had our fair share here in Canada of stories involving judges in different parts of the country who say things, you know, in sexual assault trials that just end up really angering a lot of people. And there's been a lot of demand for change on that front. As a result of that, a couple of years ago, there was a bill that made its way through the House of Commons and looked like it was on track to really make some change. And it would require training for judges on sexual assault law. Like essentially, we all have to keep up our skills when it comes to the job. This bill proposed to make it mandatory for judges to get some training about sexual assaults. Progress, right? That was two years ago. And it made it through the House of Commons. But guess what? It still hasn't made it through the Senate. It keeps getting pushed back and pushed back. Even though political parties like the NDP say, listen, they're not happy about this. They want to get it passed. And another voice that is not very happy about this at all with all the delays is Ronna Ambrose. Uh, She was the former interim leader of the Conservative Party right after that 2015 election. She's a former MP and she's the one who actually introduced this bill in the first place. And she joins us now to talk more about it. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Simi. Appreciate it. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about the history of this bill. You introduced it. Why is that? What were you hoping to achieve? Well, it's... I'll tell you what, it was actually in British Columbia. I was a student at University of Victoria. I I won't say when, it was a while ago, but I was actually part of this really great uh, project where there was a lot of us students, we sat in on sexual assault trials, we took copious amounts of notes, we watched uh, how prosecutors and defense attorneys and judges treat sexual assault and sexual abuse victims, and what that, um, the outcome of that was a, a study and a research paper that was put together that basically said that they're not treated well. And actually, a lot of people in the system don't understand the law, they don't understand consent, and that we needed to have mandatory training for judges in particular because of the way they refer to victims in the courtroom. And that was a long time ago. So when I became the leader of the party, I thought, this is my chance to do something. So, because I, I realized it still hadn't happened. Yeah. And so I introduced this bill. And like you said, it's been, a, it was a wonderful experience because everybody came together. It was Thomas yeah. Mulcair at the time. And since then, Jagmeet Singh has been really supportive. And, you know, Andrew Shear now, of course. And Justin Trudeau has been a huge advocate of this bill. He even talks about it at his town hall meetings. So it sailed through the House of Commons after debate and support, lands in the Senate. It's been 716 days. It has sat in the Senate. And it's been excuse after excuse after excuse. And what I finally realized is it's just not a priority for the key senators that make the decisions to move things through the Senate. So yes, it's been extremely frustrating. So for the last few months, I've been on a campaign along with many other women advocates that care about this issue, men and women, because we know, to your point about why is this important, one in three women in Canada will experience sexual violence in their lifetime, and only one in ten report it. And when you talk to those victims, you find out that two-thirds of them have no confidence in our court system. So they don't have the confidence that if they come forward, that they'll be treated properly. And that means also how the law is interpreted, how the law is dealt with. 
So there's lots of examples that we know of already that show that judges judges aren't applying the law properly. Right. And, and interestingly, one thing I'll tell you, Kim Campbell, who's the former prime minister, uh, works with me on this, and she she's the one that introduced the the no means no, you know, the rape law, and many years ago in the 80s, and, and we talked a lot about what we could do to make things better. And the truth is the law in Canada is very good. Our rape laws are excellent, but they're not being applied properly because they're very complex, and sexual assault trials are among the most traumatizing and difficult experiences that anyone can go through. And, and we need people to be trained in what consent means, what the law actually is. And right now we have judges in Canada, believe it or not, Simi, that are appointed that are corporate lawyers that have never dealt with sexual assault issues or overseen or been part of a sexual assault case. And all of a sudden, boom, they're sitting on the bench and they're presiding over a sexual assault case. Oh, okay, so I guess I'm I, I'm assuming here that the the clock is ticking here because it's becoming more essential to get this to the Senate before the election. It is actually because if this bill doesn't get through by the end of the Senate or by the end of the session, because I'm not a member of Parliament anymore, it will die and it'll be done, and they'll have killed it. And there's no doubt there are, there are some elements in the Senate, and I've called them old boys for a reason because they happen to be old and they happen to be men. They don't think this is important, and they think that we should never question the judiciary, which is our judges, that the institution of the judiciary is fine the way it is. They think the status quo is okay. Uh, and so I'm, I'm really working with the majority of Canadians and, and senators who think, actually, institutions need to modernize themselves, and, and this is a good thing. It's just training. I feel like with this particular story, though, Rana, is like that you've got so many different things converging here, right? You've got a bill yeah. that has this rare, multi-party, bipartisan support, which is what Canadians always say they love. Uh, and it's been passed. It's been passed by the people that we elected. And then you've got this unelected body, which people often express a lot of uh, frustration with, that is holding up something that all these people who their representatives voted for this, uh, they're blocking it. And it just seems so incredibly frustrating. It's very frustrating for that exact reason. And interestingly, you, met, you mentioned Jagmeet Singh a bit ago. This bill didn't just get unanimous consent in the House once. Since it passed the House, the, the, the House of Commons itself has come together and, and, and passed two unanimous motions. Jagmeet Singh just got up and did this about two weeks ago again to send a message over to the Senate. Hey, guys, we want this done. This is important to us. We're elected. We passed this. It's three times now we've asked you guys to get this done. And still... It sits there. But so the NDP have no, they have no senators, right? They have no influence in the Senate. So how do we get this thing done? Well, I mean, it happened to be Jagmeet Singh leadership that got this, this motion passed, but every leader supported it. And there's lots of liberal senators. There's lots of conservative senators. And Andrew Scheer and, and Justin Trudeau have also sent the message. We want this passed. And I even know that Justin Trudeau made the effort to have dinner with a number of the liberal senators to encourage them. To please get this bill passed, he's been this, actually a, a great advocate of this bill. So I, you know, there, but it only, in the Senate it only takes a couple of people. And the other part of that is, you know, they, they're not dealing with voters the way that people in the House of Commons are. So what I've done is said, look, if you need to know how much this means to people, I'm go- I'm going to make that happen. So 
We have a website. It's called adjustapp.ca. And there's, uh, there's a show your support section. It gives you all kinds of ways in which you can show your support. You can call key senators to say this is important. Uh, you, can, you can sign a petition. But the bottom line is they're actually not used to dealing with the public the way elected officials are. And so I think they just lost the Right. Know, they need the pressure. The moment. Yeah. They need the pressure. So we have been applying the pressure as much as we can, but we're, you know, we're, we're just, we're a, a small but mighty team, especially women's groups who have very little resources. So we've really counted on the media to help and people, just regular people out there to send a message, pick up the phone, call a senator and just say, look, this is important. Let's get this done and make it a priority. Right. And you're right. The clock is ticking. We only have really probably a handful of weeks left before this can get done. Okay, well, we can do this. So what is the website again? It's called thejustact.ca. Thejustact.ca. Are you, how are you feeling about it right now, though? Given this pressure, it's gotten a lot of attention this week. Do you feel like if enough these senators are going to get the message? You know what? I'm hoping so. I, I, I have been contacted by senators who say, I'm equally frustrated. I want it to pass too. I'm doing what I can. There's certain people that don't want it. So I can see the pressure building. So it's working. So I say, let's just keep at it. And then also the educational component. This is not, we're not the only country to think about doing this. In the UK, they have this fantastic system called rape ticketing. And judges can't preside over a sexual assault case until they have their rape ticket, which means they've taken comprehensive training in sexual assault law and stereotypes and mythology and all those things that we know are important, like learning that you can't say, why did you wear that skirt up to the party? Or right. why didn't you keep your legs closed? You know, things like that. I mean, that all, that's all about the law, but it's also about stereotypes that we have about women, um, especially. So, that's part of the training, too. So it's about modernizing the institution, training people that have a huge amount of power in our system. Um, and so I just keep educating yeah. why it's important to modernize all of our institutions. No, it's good. And you know what? We're, let's see what we can do on this. Uh, we'll try to well, get you back you. next week for an update, okay? That's fantastic. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Anytime. Thank you so much for your time on this one. That's Rana Ambrose, a very familiar face and voice, former leader of the Conservative Party. Remember, she took over after Stephen Harper quit, and she did a great job as the interim leader of the Conservative Party. 